I feel like it's really important, especially for those of you who are thinking about starting a personal brand, because you might find yourself at this crossroads of asking yourself, how much do I show? And if I choose to not show some of it, does that make me inauthentic? Like, what does that mean about myself? And more importantly, of course, from a business standpoint, the question is, if I choose to not share about some certain parts of myself or my life, does that hinder on my ability to connect authentically with my audience? So what does it mean to brand yourself? And why the heck does it even matter? Is it just about finding ways to stand out, or is there something deeper than all that surface-level fluff? Join me as I peel back the layers to uncover the truth about what branding really is, how it affects the way we see the world, and why people pay so much damn money for it. We're going to be diving deep and answering the tough questions around topics surrounding identity and authenticity in an online space, as well as how to creatively express yourself in a space that is oversaturated with content. I'm your host, Rachel Lee, and this is The Off Band Podcast. Hello, guys. We are back. I know we took a little bit of a break last week because I was launching my community, but it is finally live and I get to celebrate that. And I know I have not shut up about this thing for an entire week, but I am so thankful that we've gotten to a place where not only did we get it up and off the ground, but I have had so many amazing conversations with people already, and it's only been seven days. So before I dive into today's episode, I wanted to just share a little bit about what that experience was like, because as we step into trying new things for the first time, outside of the feeling of butterflies that we get in our stomach every time we launch something new, we actually learn so many valuable lessons on the way even for myself, in the first few days, I remembered very clearly, I felt so much pent up expectation. It's like I was nervous, but for almost no reason, because I had given myself so much expectation to show up a certain way as this big and high and mighty leader who knew what she was doing and, you know, just like took the community by the reins and just gun for the races. As it turns out, I realized very quickly, I don't need to do that. I can actually just relax into it. I mean, the whole theme of the community for crying out loud is that it's a playground and you know, playgrounds are only fun when it's just the kids hanging out. There's no teacher or supervisor standing off to the side and telling people like, hey, you should play this way or, oh, get off the monkey bars. That's dangerous. Like, no, the whole point is there's no hierarchy. Everybody who comes in can just make a mess and have fun and try new things. And everyone is their own leader in a sense. So as I warmed up over the first few days of me having this community, I really like, oh, just because I started it doesn't mean that I have to lead with that energy. It's like I can also be a kid and enjoy my own playground. So before I go too far into it, um, I just wanted to send out an invite. If you haven't joined yet, get in there before we host our very first virtual get together. On that note, I wanted to segue us into today's conversation about how personal should a personal brand be. 
Now, this is one of the more frequent questions I get when people are thinking of starting their personal brand and they start to have questions about like, okay, I know that I am the highlight of my customer's experience, but if I'm just going to show up as me, where do I draw the line between what I do or don't share with my audience? And even like, what if I decide to only show up as this one side of me? Will that jeopardize my brand? And these are all like very valid questions. The reason why I'm bringing this up is actually because I was faced with this question myself this week. On Friday night, actually, I was hanging out with one of the new friends that I recently just made. We had met under the context of business. You know, I do a lot of business networking. And in the beginning, I was like, hey, you seem like a really cool person. Like, let's get to know each other. Let's see how we can be supporting each other's businesses. Like, you know, the, the whole business shebang. It's almost like a script at this point that I run my head through for every single first time coffee meeting that I had. The funny thing is, is as we got to know each other, as we talked, we started to realize like, hey, this human being is cool. And it's not that like we we could totally do business together. But outside of that, I feel cool just hanging out with this human being. And you might know where I'm starting to go with this story because after we like had our first or, or second, yeah, actually we had two coffee hangouts and stuff. But even after that, we were like, okay, like let's, let's just hang out for a little bit. So on this Friday night, actually, we, we had, we, we met up to do a little bit of business chit chat, but afterwards we we're like, oh, let's, let's just go and hang out. Let's go see some live music, wind down and celebrate the fact that we're changing the world one person at a time, but we also get to let loose a little. Right. And so after we got the business chit chat out of the way, we were heading over to the music venue. And as we were just chilling and hanging out and chatting, I realized I had a hard time switching the gears in my brain from work mode to play mode. And I got to this awkward point in the conversation where I straight up had, I had this awkward silence and I looked at my friend and I was like, I feel like I need to apologize for the fact that my brain is still stuck in work mode. And to be honest, I was a little embarrassed because I was in a setting where I wanted to turn up the fun and, you know, just let loose a little. But there was some mechanism in my brain that's like, Rachel, you've been stuck in work mode. All you talk about is business. And that's just the rut that your brain and your train of thoughts are going in. And how do we get out of this? Oh, crap. We don't actually know. So I had a little bit of a freak out moment, almost like a whoopsies. Of course, that all went away after I got a few drinks in me. And, and thankfully, my friend was super chill about it. And my friend was just like cracking jokes about how I need to get out of the house more and get away from my laptop. But that situation situation got me thinking that the way that I had constructed even my own personal brand is done in a certain way. And it's not that there was any wrong answers. Like I know the way that I come off and it is intentional that I do it this way. It got me asking certain questions about, all right, well, if I am mostly talking about work stuff all the time, is this actually who I am? Like, is there anything outside of this? Like, it was the whole authenticity question. And I know that I've been around the block talking about this, but I feel like it's really important, especially for those of you who are thinking about starting a personal brand, because you might find yourself at this crossroads of asking yourself, 
how much do I show? And if I choose to not show some of it, does that make me inauthentic? Like, what does that mean about myself? And more importantly, of course, from a business standpoint, the question is, if I choose to not share about some certain parts of myself or my life, does that hinder on my ability to connect authentically with my audience? Honestly, these are all actually really great questions to have because it just means that you want to show up as you, but you want to know what's appropriate and also understanding how do I show up in a way that feels good for both me and my audience. So I wanted to actually dive into that a little bit further because I'll admit, I stayed up a little later than I should have that night of, and I was just wrestling with this in my brain. I'm like, am I inauthentic? Like, is, is the way that I'm showing up the right way? Like, is there a right way? I was literally having an existential crisis afterwards, but but in a good way. So I wanted to have a conversation about this with you. And because I also want to let you know that it is totally possible to build a personal brand that connects with people on a very deep level, even if you choose not to share certain parts of yourself. But Rachel, how? <laughs> Trust me, I'm, I'm going to break this down for you. There's, there's actually like a method to the madness here. So as I, I was thinking about this, even for myself, I realized that the authenticity equation of like, okay, how personal can my personal brand get? It goes down to understanding the two lines that you need to draw for yourself as a person, as a business owner, as a human being, two things. The first thing is, is that you need to know what is or isn't authentic for you. And I know when I say authenticity, it just means what comes naturally, like when it's just you by yourself or when maybe when you're with like your close friends or family with your cat or your dog, when there's no pressure, absolutely no pressure for you to show up any certain way, what are you like? For me, for example, I'm generally a pretty high energy person. Like <laughs> even when I'm sad, that's just the way that I tend to come off. The, the funny thing is, is when you start to notice what your mannerisms are, right? It's like at the end of the day, when you're winding down in your good state or in your bad state, what is your baseline? What are you generally like? And once you know what that is, take a look at the way you're showing up in front of your clients, when there are expectations, when there's money on the line, when you're stressed and you feel like you need to show up as your like absolute best. Is there a discrepancy? Is there a discrepancy in the way you're showing up when there's pressure and expectation from the outside versus when you're by yourself? And if the answer is yes, oh, I do see there's a little bit of a gap here. I do tend to show up differently. Then, I mean, that's okay. It just means that might be something you want to revisit and ask yourself, why do I do that? Is this something that feels right for me or are there adjustments that you need to be making? Because knowing where the baseline is at for you and setting that as the standard for how you will be showing up no matter what instance. So with your friends, your family, your dog, by yourself, you know, like setting the baseline for how you show up in every possible scenario in life will help you show up for your brand in a way that feels right for you. So you're not putting on a mask, right? Like that's the last thing we want when you're showing up for your business. You feel like you're like an actor. You have to put on a face. You have to pretend to be someone that you're not. And even if, I mean, some of us could be pretty good actors. I think I'd be a pretty good actor to be honest. But the question is, is that sustainable? 
because it gets tiring after a while. So just to reiterate, that's the first point. The two lines that you need to draw for yourself. The first one is you need to know what is or isn't authentic for you and set that as your baseline. So for example, for me, I'm generally pretty high energy practically almost all the time. It doesn't really matter who I'm with, even with my clients. For those of you who are listening, y'all know what I'm like even on our calls. It is the same every single instance all the way through. So knowing your baseline will help you know what's in line for you. The second thing you need to know, and this is the second, I mean, they're, they're both equally important, so 50-50, but the next thing that is equally as important for you to know is to know what is appropriate for you to share within the context of your relationship with your audience. Because context is everything. It basically makes or breaks every conversation. It's like going to the doctor's office and then sharing not just about, hey doctor, I'm hurting in this area. I don't know what to do. Maybe I pulled a muscle. Can you take a look and maybe prescribe me something? What can I do to make the pain go away? That is a conversation that is in context. You're hurting, you're going to the doctor. Y'all know what that conversation and relationship is like. But for example, if I went to my doctor and started talking about all of my relationship problems or all my self-doubt or talking about like, my childhood trauma, the doctor's going to be like, okay, um, I hear that you're hurting somewhere, but this isn't something that I can help you with. And I'm sorry, I can't help you with that. So that's like an example of an out of context conversation. And it's the same thing for you and your brand, knowing what people come to you for is super important. For me, for example, people know me for branding stuff. I am the creative unicorn. I make things and I help people also feel confident in the way that they show up. That's basically what people know me for. That's what I know me for. And so in the context of this specific relationship that I have with my audience, I know, for example, that you guys are following me for one of two things. The main thing is, is that you guys are looking to learn from me about how you can do this branding thing for yourself. You're learning, right? You're learning so that you can do. And I know that for some of you, the second reason is you're just here to connect with me so we can go through this epic journey of life and growth together because it's not just about business. At least for me, business and personal branding, all of this is just one big personal development tool. I'm growing and trying to figure out who I want to be and my brand is just a reflection and a documentation of my journey. So some of you are like, hey, can we just be business besties? Like, I know that um, I do have stuff to learn from you, but I also just want to like go through this and we could support each other. Heck yeah, like that's also awesome. So those are the two contexts in which I understand I'm having conversations with people. And knowing this context, Naturally speaking, that means I'm going to be talking a lot more about branding and business stuff and less about what I ate for breakfast or maybe the fact that like my cat puked on my bed or whatever. Like those things are funny and small and they're, they're side things. I could share them if I want to share a moment of, oh, haha, me too, or a moment of connection with you guys. But that's not where my main focus is. And me choosing to show up this way in my social media, for example, doesn't make me inauthentic because I'm only sharing the things that are relevant for you guys to hear and is basically relevant to the specific relationship I have with you guys. And the and, and here's how I tie everything together because the first thing that I talked about, right, was like how you show up, knowing how you show up authentically. That's basically the baseline that I have for when I share stuff. So when I share things about business and about branding, 
I'm going to tie that together with my baseline. So I'm going to continue to show up in a way that feels right. I'm going to deliver it high energy. I'm going to deliver it with fun and playfulness because that's just how I am. And that is basically how you tie all of those things together. It sounds like strangely simple, but when you actually um, have both of these things in your purview, when you're deciding for yourself how personal your personal brand gets, it makes it super simple. So the first thing is know what is your baseline. You need to know what is or isn't authentic for you. And if something's out of alignment, click that back into place and show up as that no matter what. In your good days, in your bad days, if you're in your PJs in a onesie scoop and ice cream at the end of a day, I don't care. You need to show up as that person. The second thing is, is understand the context of your relationship with the people who are interacting with your brand and just share whatever's appropriate for that. Know what people are liking you for, know what people are coming to you for, and understand that that sets the tone for how you are going to be showing up. And once you do this, you'll honestly go through significantly less stress as you show up online, because no matter what, if you stick to these two things, people are always going to be getting the real you. So this is one of the topics we'll probably be diving into in the community at a later point. So in the case you haven't joined us yet, I'm going to plug it in because I can and because it's already set up, please do join us. The group is called The Personal Branding Playground, and you can join us from the link in the show notes. If you've got any questions about today's episode, I would love, love, love to hear it. If you haven't connected with me on Instagram yet, you can do so at Rachel T. Y. Lee. Send me a DM and let me know your thoughts or join me on the playground and we can jam out together. Either way, I hope to chat with you soon. And until next time, have an amazing week. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. If you got something out of this and want to hear more, you can subscribe to my newsletter at racheltylee.com to be the first to know when I drop a new episode. I release weekly tips on branding, share funny stories from my own journey of growth and personal branding, as well as sharing announcements for my latest blog and podcast episodes. Hope to see you in your inbox. And until then, see you on the next one.